Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team. The Reds were swept by the Padres on Wednesday afternoon in San Diego as they lose the final game of the series, 6-0 the final score. Vladimir Gutierrez started for Cincinnati, and he only gave up two hits in four and two-thirds innings, but unfortunately, one of those hits was a Jurickson Profar two-run homer in the fourth inning. Cincinnati's best chance to score came in the fourth, but Joey Votto was thrown out at the plate. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Ed. Well, Chris, the Reds fall today 6 to nothing to the Padres. The woes continue, and, boy, this team just needs some sort of a spark, something to get them turned around going in the right direction. Well, I thought maybe getting Nick Senzel back and Tommy Pham swinging the bat a little bit better. Votto, you know, looking a little bit better would have something to do. But I'll tell you, Mackenzie Gore, the starter, the young kid for the Padres, looked very good through the first five innings. Their bullpen was airtight, and... You know, any little opening that the Padres got, they were able to get a couple of runs in. So it's one of those things, Tommy, that the West Coast has always been a tough place to play for the Reds. None so more than this year when they come in here with a beat-up ball club, 12 players on the injured list. Vladimir Gutierrez starting for the Reds today. The first hit that he allowed was the two-run home run. He ended up only giving up a couple of hits today, but still the control wasn't as sharp as what we're used to seeing from Vladimir Gutierrez. I mean, well, he, well, he walked four and he hit two batters, right. so, and two of those hit batters come around to score. So, you know, your control's not there. Still, it's early in the year. I'm willing still to give him a mulligan on that. But at some point, he's going to have to step it up a little bit because the Reds are going to have to make some pitching decisions when they start reducing their roster. And, you know, he's got some competition in the starting rotation. Unlike last year, he's got some other guys that are pitching very well, Nick Lodola being one of them. Luis Castillo will start his rehab assignment very, very soon. So hopefully he will be back in relatively short order. Lucas Sims will return to the Reds' bullpen coming up on Friday as well, which is some welcome news. That's always a good thing, and I think that there's a lot of good pieces on this ball club, especially on the pitching staff. I get excited every time Hunter Green takes the mound. I'm really excited to see Luis Casillo come back. Uh, Nick Lodolo's been outstanding. Uh, Malley got beat up a little bit last time, but I think that he's a very quality pitcher. So, so overall, I think the starting pitcher pitching is going to give this team a chance to win every one of those games but you've got to get something going on offense. Reds on the short side. Again, final score, 6 to nothing in San Diego. Yet back to you. Thank you, Tommy. Highlights after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds fell to the Padres on Wednesday afternoon, 6-0 the final score, and now to the highlights. Unlike the last two days, neither team scored in the first inning, although both Tommy Pham and Manny Machado did reach base. Pham on a base hit the right field. Machado was walked by Red starter Vladimir Gutierrez. Mackenzie Gore started for the Padres, and after the Pham hit in a walk in the first inning, he retired the next eight batters he faced. Joey Votto finally broke that string of retired batters when he singled up the middle with one out in the fourth. He moved to second on a walk. Then, after a strikeout, it looked like Colin Moran was going to get the Reds' first run home. Gore's pitch, and Moran grounds one to the left side. Nobody's there. Right by Short, getting the wave around third. Votto, here comes the throw from Profar. The throw in time. They got him. Right on the money. Profar to the catcher, Alfaro. And Votto is nailed at the plate, and the inning is over. The Reds missed their chance in the top of the fourth, but San Diego didn't miss theirs in the bottom of the inning. Manny Machado was hit by a pitch to begin things. Then after a walk to Jake Cronenworth, Eric Hosmer grounded into a double play with Machado moving to third base. That brought Jurickson Profar to the plate. And Gutierrez brings it home. The pitch is hit high in the air. Deep right field. Going back, Aquino. He's at the wall. Looks up. It's gone. Jerkson Profar with a two-run home run to right, and the Padres are on top. 2-0 San Diego, Profar's second home run of the year. That homer was the first hit that Gutierrez had given up. The Padres added to their lead in the bottom of the fifth. Gutierrez hit Jorge Alfaro with a pitch leading off the inning. Then after two were out, Alfaro stole second base. That play was extremely close at second, and it appeared that he may have been out, but the Reds had already used their challenge, so the umps did not check the replay. Trent Grisham was next up. And from the belt, the 3-2 pitch. Swing, and this one is pulled into right. That's a line drive base hit. Over toward the corner to cut it off Aquino. Scoring from second, Alfaro. The throw in the second, not in time. It's an RBI double for Trent Grisham. And the Padres lead it 3 to nothing. After that hit, Gutierrez intentionally walked Manny Machado, and that was the last batter he would face. Justin Wilson got the final out of the inning. Here's the pitching line on Gutierrez. Four and two-thirds, two hits, three runs, all of them earned. Four walks, two strikeouts, a home run, 71 pitches, 42 for strikes. Steven Wilson pitched the sixth inning for San Diego. He set the Reds down in order with a pair of strikeouts. Colin Moran singled with one out in the seventh, but he was stranded. Buck Farmer was called upon in the eighth inning for Cincinnati. He retired the first batter, but then number nine hitter Ha-Sung Kim drilled one. Pitches out of the stretch. He with no one on base and swung on. That ball is hit well. There goes Senzel back to take a look at the warning track. Gone. Dead center field. The number nine hitter in the order, Ha-Sung Kim. And, I mean, he hit that ball a ton to get it out of here in the big man's part of the ballpark. Luis Garcia pitched a scoreless eighth for San Diego. Hunter Strickland came on to pitch the bottom of the eighth. He loaded the bases thanks to a couple of walks and a base hit, and then they scored two more runs. And this ball is hit high into the air to center. Playable, though, for Sinzel. Going back to tag at third, Cronenworth. The catch is made. Cronenworth tags. He is coming home. The throw will go into second base. 
Up to third behind Cronenworth is Profar. Sacrifice fly for Jorge Alfaro, and that makes it a 5-0 Padre lead. Here's the 0-2 pitch, and he chops it to the left side, deep short, just out of the reach of Farmer, and it's in the left center field for a hit. Abram's going to try for second. The throw there gets away, and it's backed up by Votto. Boy, a hard slide in the second, head first slide Abrams. He took out Alejo Lopez. He sent him spinning to the ground. And a hustle play for Abrams nets him an RBI double. The Reds went down in order in the top of the ninth, and that was that. Cincinnati falls to the Padres 6-0. Here are the totals for San Diego. Six runs, six hits, no errors, six left on base. Cincinnati, no runs, five hits, no errors. They stranded six as well. Gore, the winner, 1-0. Gutierrez takes the loss. He is now 0-3. San Diego hit a pair of home runs. Profar number four, Kim number one. Two hours and 56 minutes, 29,359 on hand in San Diego. The Reds finished the road trip 0-7 and only scored 10 total runs in those seven games. Time to hear from Reds manager David Bell. Unusual starts for Vladimir. Um, not the team result, but in the end he only gives up two hits. Yeah, no, I, I thought he was good. Um, you know, the pro for home run and then, uh, the off-speed pitch to, to Grissom, but really good fastball again. Uh, I really like where Goody is right now. He's just got to keep keep doing that, keep going, keep getting better. But he's he's using his fastball really well, changing speeds, really using all his pitches. And um, yeah, I, I think he's right on track to um, you know to, to just keep getting better. But uh, really like where he is. Obviously, a tough road trip. How do you keep this from snowballing further? I'm yeah. There's no concern there with with our group of players. I mean, they're they're. Uh, Doing everything they can, and that's all we can do. We know that when you go through these times, um, when you keep doing the right thing and keep working at it, and and stay strong, that's when you get better. So um, I have no uh, concern at all that that's how our our team's handling it, and uh, it doesn't make it any easier when you're going through it. So we'll have an off day uh, tomorrow and, and and come back and uh, just keep keep figuring it out, keep playing, keep working. Schedule's been tough as well. Are you hoping? In addition to the off day, that a little home cooking will help. Yeah, I mean it, it, it will be nice. Um, you know, every team part of the challenge in this game is like you know the travel and the schedule and all that. So all teams have that. For us, it will be nice to get home. It will be nice to uh, um, stay in one spot for a while and 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 get healthy. That's another thing. You know, we really need to to get healthy and stay healthy. Um, sometimes you can't control that, but we need to do everything we can. Uh, uh, in our control to stay healthy. And this will help getting back home. Friday night, the Reds are back home to take on the St. Louis Cardinals game one of what will be a three-game weekend series. Hunter Green goes to the mound in game one. He's 1-1 one and one with a 4.35 ERA. This will be his great American ballpark debut. Steven Matz will pitch for St. Louis. He's 1-1. One one. His ERA 7.27. We're on the air with the pregame show at 6-10. First pitch is scheduled for 6-40. And once again, the final score on Wednesday afternoon, the Padres shut out the Reds 6-0. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.